I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. Hi, this is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Christian Roth of BD Diesel. I'm Braden Fleece, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you with us today on the Diesel Podcast. We've got Nick Adams from Dieselmatic on, and a couple months ago we chatted with him about some business stuff, things that the shop owners are definitely going to want to know, and he got a ton of feedback, and we did as well with some follow-up questions. So I wanted to ask him specifically what he heard and also kind of jump into, you know, in 2021, what should a shop owner or an entrepreneur in general, you know, what should you be doing with, you know, say limitations that may exist in your area with crowds or ways that you market, or if you market in person and events and things like that, what are some things that you can do to be able to reach people in, you know, a very difficult time as far as traditional marketing methods? So we're going to jump into a conversation with him. Before we get to it, though, we want to encourage you guys if you follow us on the podcast app, make sure you go to YouTube, search a diesel podcast, click subscribe, and also turn on the notifications. We've got a ton of videos for you guys with all these episodes. We're going to be chatting with the guest. We're also going to have, you know, if they've got a product or, or they're, you know, we're chatting about their truck, it's going to be behind them. So you'll be able to see these things. We've got a bunch of cool episodes coming up. We've got next week is going to be Lenny Reed from Dynamite Diesel. I'm going to catch up with him, see what him and Dynamite uh, Diesel have been up to some really cool things. And then also Transgo. Transgo is going to be on the podcast. We chat with them about some of their valve body products. And then after that, we've got a bunch of listeners, a bunch of, bunch of you guys that follow us on Instagram have been keeping us in the loop about your builds, the things that you're working on. And we're really excited to be able to chat about not just the trucks, but you know, what led you guys into diesel, why you're so passionate about it. All right, let's get to the podcast with Nick and chatting with them about diesel shops and what to do in 2021. Nick, welcome back to the Diesel Podcast. These chats that we have are always really cool and insightful, and so much is changing in diesel automotive websites, marketing, how to find the right customer, how to find the right employees. All that stuff's changing. So I always look forward to these chats with you and learning more and seeing what's going on out there. Yeah, man. Thanks for thanks for having me. It's nice. Uh, so this is, yeah, I think our third third yeah. time chatting. Yeah. Um, yeah, for the people that uh, don't know me out there, my name's Nick. I uh, I run a company called Dieselmatic. Uh, we do digital marketing and uh, website design, specifically and only for diesel repair shops. Um, yeah, I've got a I've got a little bit of a mechanical background. As a as a kid, I worked with uh, I worked with my grandfather in a, in a shop, um, and then. Uh, went out, uh, got a degree at a university and uh, started a digital marketing company specifically for diesel repair shops. I had no mechanical background whatsoever <laughs> when I got oh, yeah. into this. Yeah, I was just into I was just into diesel trucks and what they could do and the ability and, and just kind of immersed myself in it. And I, I found that just I got really fascinated with how they work, how people diagnose them. And then it just immersed me in the whole culture of, you know, how do you maintain these trucks? How do, how do people build a shop? You know, the business side really got me interested. And then the parts of mm-hmm. course are, are really cool. And I wanted to ask you off our last episode, I saw a lot of comments and a lot of, a lot of feedback that we got from a lot of different types of diesel shop owners. But what did you hear? What did people reach out to you with? And you know, maybe we didn't, mm-hmm touch on it on the podcast or maybe we did, but what would they tell you? Yeah, there were, there are a lot of, I mean, we do, we work with, uh, light, medium and heavy duty shops. Uh, so it, it is interesting how, 
you know, either side of it, whether you're on the light duty side or the heavy duty side, it is really a lifestyle either way. Like, you know, guys having, uh, you know, whether it's a daily driver or a, a project truck that that's a big part of their life. And same with the, the heavy duty side, right? Like they are, it's, it's as big a part of a life as their life as it can be because it's their you know, their income most of the time or job. Um, but yeah, the people that, you know, people that reached out with questions, um, were, you know, it's nice because we've gotten some more technical questions that, um, you know, about from guys who are a little bit more savvy with marketing their shops, getting into Google ads and, you know, trying to actually run profitable campaigns and not just, start one, stop one. Um, so that was a big one. And we, we've actually put together some, uh, free marketing guides, uh, for shops to use. So simple things like, uh, how to optimize your Google, my business profile. So like, uh, how to step-by-step go through, uh, make sure that your location is accurate. Uh, your name's accurate, simple things like that. But then also, listing the services that you provide within your Google, my business profile. So that's like the one that comes up when somebody's searching a diesel repair shop near me. And man, it's, it's crazy how many people don't even do that. Yeah. Makes a, like a world of difference. Well, it's such a, I think the last, well, it's been over a year now. I think the traditional ways of marketing have definitely changed and what my perception of it was was for years was you know a company would invest tens of thousands of dollars into going on the road going to an event setting up a booth um, putting up signage you know maybe it was like social media or the, the website was almost an afterthought well that was completely wiped away and in some areas it still is wiped away you can't go do that or it's it's so limited this is the part that baffles me is it's so limited in the amount of people you can reach because of regulations with you can only have this many people there. And so I think a lot, and in the future, a lot of these these entrepreneurs and business owners, they're going to need to look at a way where, how can I reach people and not have my audience limited? How can I be kind of everywhere at the same time? And that's really what a website does. It's always there. It's always active. It's always selling for you or selling your company. There is no off time or it's canceled or it's postponed or even weather, different things that we're getting into that season with weather. It doesn't exist. So it's worth investing in your website and in your message. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I would say, you know, five to six years ago, there was a big shift in, in service-based businesses specifically moving from being a brochure site to a marketing tool, right? So you didn't ever, you know, it wasn't just a, you know, website that somebody goes to brochure flips through whatever by when now when somebody goes to your website, uh, you know, if you're, if you're doing it properly, you're capturing a lot of information about the types of people that come to your website, uh, what they're doing on it. Um, you know, what services they're looking at, uh, so for example, what we do is, you know, we, we track, uh, we track and record, uh, people who come to a website, 
and uh, inquire about a service, right? So a shop can, and this is all like, you know, we keep information private and regulated. <laughs> we don't have, uh, you know, insecure customer lists or anything, but um, what it allows us to do is, you know, after a couple months of working with a shop, we'll typically uh, be able to have a list of, you know, depending on the shop and, you know, what kind of what plan they're on a couple hundred people, uh, maybe in the thousands uh, that have reached out. And then we can take that list and bring it into Google ads or Facebook and create lookalike audiences that are similar to those people. So in those campaigns, you're no longer wasting your money on, uh, you know, a guy who just bought a Honda Civic and, you know, is an in-market uh, target for, you know, uh, for a, a repair. Um, you're targeting people who are specifically have specific profiles that are similar to, um, you know, customers that have actually reached out already. Um, so, yeah, I mean, tons of things like that uh, have de- like completely changed the industry. Well, I know with the some feedback I've, I've heard from shop owners is, the performance side has changed and a lot of them have been doing more maintenance and, and service and, and things like that. And I imagine that the, the keywords that you use, like, you know, what kind of customers are going to call you? There's probably going to be the kind that just wants the cheapest price that's shopping around. There's going to be the one that has an emergency and needs to get back on the road. Doesn't care what it costs. He needs it fast, quick. There is going to be the, the smaller segment of the performance side. And then there's going to be, another that wants to know everything they can before they hand over hundreds or thousands of dollars in labor and parts. And they're going to want to know about you. And so I imagine having those keywords and having a website built toward what your core business is, maybe all someone does is performance. Maybe they don't do any performance. They just do maintenance and you can really kind of find that customer, which I think is so cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, people typically when they're looking for, you know, whatever service, they're looking for, they're going to look at the first three businesses that come up in Google and choose probably between one of those three. And, you know, having just little things uh, on your website where you have your services broken down into individual pages, similar to what we were talking about with your Google My Business profile, having all of your services listed, having a, you know, uh, one that, you know, you can check out right now if you're on your phone, uh, dieseldoctor.ca. They're a, a Dieselmatic partner. And, you know, you go to them, you can see all of their services broken down. Uh, you can see, uh, you know, they wanted to increase the number of like projects, big, bigger projects that they're doing. Uh, so we had a, we have a badass builds uh, page that's dedicated towards, you know, guys who are looking for, uh, looking for a shop that, you know, they want to kind of partner with to work alongside them to do some of the more technical aspects of an install. Um, you know, on a page like that has, I mean, could get into dig into the actual specifics of the analytics, but I think that page I was looking in it over the last six months, I think it's netted them somewhere around 50 grand right? Just having like inquiries specifically coming from that badass builds page. 
what kind of it's sort of a question is you know when <clears throat> when somebody calls you and they you have one of those brochure websites like you mentioned mm-hmm. and they say hey i i want to get with the program i want to grow what kind of growth can somebody see not i'm not saying you know what's guaranteed you write a whole bunch of content you're guaranteed x amount but what kind of growth can you get out of doing this yeah it's funny that i like having that like you know the guarantee conversation because we're you know we are inherently we're a marketing company right we work specifically and only with diesel repair shops but the the guarantee conversation is nice because it's it's the same as somebody who walks into your shop and says like, okay, I need, I need my engine rebuilt. What kind of guarantee can you give me? Yeah. Right. Like there's, there are service warranties and stuff. Right. But essentially you're looking for somebody who, who you can trust that is going to do quality work and uh, you know, jumping around a bit. uh, The, one of the nice things about COVID has been giving everybody a little bit more of this, zoom conversations and feeling a little bit more comfortable and meeting somebody face to face and being able to trust them. Um, that's a huge, it's been a huge shift for us. Uh, and so we've been able to have a lot more of those conversations where, yeah, like we, on average, we're around a 30%, uh, gross margin increase over the first three months average, uh, it's funny because we do, we do a lot of, uh, reporting. We have a, um, it's called the dieselmatic dashboard. So it's, a you know, a nice clean dashboard that you can see on your, on your computer or on a mobile app on your phone and see all of the campaigns that we're running, how many customers uh, you're getting from it, how much you're spending on marketing, how much it's making you just really quick snapshot things that make you help, help make you, uh, give you the ability to make those like business decisions quickly. Um, but we do all of this, you know, have the nice, beautiful monthly reports that go to be, to our, to our partners. And, you know, one of, one of the shops that, uh, that we've been working with the longest, uh, his name's Jordan. Uh, he's actually the, the one I mentioned, dieseldoctor.ca. Uh, I don't think he's looked at one of those reports in the last, I think four months. He hasn't even opened one of them because, you know, be like, yeah, he, uh, we, we've done well for him. <laughs> He's gone from, uh, I think probably when we started with him, uh, under 500,000 a year gross to getting close to 2 million. Uh, so pretty, pretty big change over the last three to four years of working with him. Um, but yeah, other other partners uh, shop in Edmonton uh, that we have Adrenaline Diesel. Um, you know, the, all this reporting that we do. One of uh, the uh, COO said to me the other day, "I don't know what you guys are doing, but we're busier than ever." Yeah, I was like, "I we tell you what we're doing. It's not a secret." <laughs> There's a report. <laughs> yeah, I give you a ten-page document every month. One of the one of the biggest shocks, I, I think, um, I'm interested in all business. I, I love I love learning about how they work. Like I was watching a show, I think it was on Discovery Channel or History Channel or something. They were talking about how Pizza Hut and Domino's came to be and how they grew. And it was two totally different ways. And I love to take those 
those lessons and then think about diesel and, and just talking to people that aren't in diesel or even automotive. And I hear about what their industry spends on marketing, how they view marketing. Yeah. It's historically been different than diesel. I'm not sure about all automotive because we really just focus mm -hmm. on diesel, but it's almost like, well, yeah, I know I got to spend something, so I'm going to do this. But these other industries don't. It's a, it's a fundamental part of what they do. Have you started to see that change on your end over a certain amount of time where whether it's an individual shop in a busy area or a company that's looking to grow where they are seeing that this has to be a vibrant part of what you're spending per year to be able to grow, find the right customer, expand, hire more people, be successful. Yeah, definitely. Um, the, the biggest shift is the, uh, you know, the, the, the younger guys who are coming in and opening their shops and, you know, still ambitious, uh, you know, wanting to grow their shops, not looking towards five, 10 years left into retirement. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that's definitely the biggest shift. Um, but yeah, the, the industry as a whole is, it's really interesting. One of, you know, on a personal level, one of the foundational reasons I decided to start Dieselmatic was because I saw um, with, you know, specifically with Jordan, that first uh, shop that we worked with, um, the, the, the lifestyle change he had yeah. through the work that we did for him. Like he, you know, he was able to, you know, hire more staff move he moved into like he went from like an 800 square foot house to like a 2500 square foot house on like a two acre property <laughs> right like big big changes and you know one of the things that's really nice is that all of these the majority of diesel repair shops be it light medium or heavy duty are family owned and operated and it's really nice being able to work with someone long-term yeah. to help them grow their business and, you know, their really their, their life and their livelihood. Um, you know, and that, that being said, it's, it's really, it's really interesting looking at the difference between, like you said, an independently owned business and something that's a little bit more like a, a chain or, um, or, a franchise, they are, you know, franchises, franchises succeed. I think they have an 80% success rate, whereas independently run small businesses have about an 80% failure rate over, over a five-year period. And the main reason why is because there's just no cohesiveness throughout their whole business. Um, you know, there are too many things to do. And so, you know, what we really strive for is to be able to provide that kind of level of uh, predictability within yeah. your business uh, to be able to consistently grow. Yeah, I think that that's, that's something that's incredibly important and i think a man man hours manpower and that was something else i wanted to ask you is i, I read these things all the time and, and hear and see these you know help wanted ads specifically in the diesel industry and a lot of the guys say the same thing is that it's so hard to find help it's so hard to find the right mechanic the right salesperson the right sales manager the right whatever it might be 
how does a website play into that? How does a website or can it, can it attract the right kind of potential employees? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, <laughs> like, I definitely believe that it does. We, um, that's a big thing that, you know, we always hear from our shops. Uh, so the, so going back a little bit, the reason we started to dive more into this area of, uh, hiring and, uh, retaining employees, quality, uh, staff, we, we found that the ad campaigns that we were running in, so if you're familiar with Google ads, you will sometimes see in your campaign limited by budget. And that happens when you're essentially not spending enough to reach all of the people that you could reach. So if you increase the amount that you're spending, the amount of people that, you know, customers that you have coming through the door is going to increase as well. We got to the point where we were seeing that pretty often and our shops just didn't want to increase their ad spend because they were maxed out for capacity. And so, you know, being, you know, kind of having at our heart the desire to help these shops grow, you know, we decided to go a little bit more into, okay, finding quality staff. How do you do that? Yeah. Um, so we built uh, career pages within our websites. So on a high level, like your question is, how does a website actually attract high quality staff? When, you know, when a tech is looking for a new or like, you know, any any employee is looking for a place to work, they're always going to check out the website. It's a, it's a really big first impression as to, you know, whether or not you run a good business, right? Am I going to get, if it's a shitty website and, you know, there, there's some, some tech is looking at it and thinking like, am I going to get paid on time? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just having, you know, having a solid website and, you know, good design uh, from the start is huge, but then having career pages within the site itself, that list. So we have templates for, you know, whether you're hiring like an ASC certified mechanic, heavy duty mechanic, whatever. Uh, we have templates that, you know, you don't have to go through and write your job description out and all the points that you need. Uh, we have templates that, uh, you know, that you can choose from, um, that have all the copy and then within your site, that page is actually listed. So, uh, another one to check out if you're on your phone or computer, uh, go to monumentdiesel.com. They're hiring a heavy duty mechanic right now, free advertising for them. If anyone's in, uh, <laughs> in the area, scroll down to the bottom of the page, uh, and you'll see it there. Uh, and you can see the specific, the specific job, uh, the layout, the, um, you know, the requirements, a, a little bit about the company too. And it just, it's, it's increased applicant quality pretty substantially. Um, and yeah, that's been a, that's been a huge one. And then we're also looking for, uh, we're looking at some partners uh, within the industry that, do uh, more training 
for staff um, and having relationships. So uh, I can't really go, we don't have formalized agreements yet, but we have some, uh, some groups uh, that we're talking to about uh, having a partnership. So if you're a dieselmatic partner or a X company partner, um, you can have a, you know, training session for uh, your techs, uh, three day um, on-site training that, you know, gets them uh, some quality education. It invests more in them. Um, they, they have great feedback and, you know, really just helps overall retention. They're related is what I'm seeing, you know, and I think you know, on one end, if you're, if you're growing your business, you're doing these ad campaigns, these marketing campaigns in order to, you know, in order to grow, you need to attract the right kind of people. And in order to attract the right kind of people, you need the sales, you need the profit, you need the work and how they go hand in hand. And I see that with a lot of the episodes I've done for 14 months here since the pandemic started is everyone's like, well, we're busy. We're slammed. We're completely, it's just, it's amazing how many people are dropping off their trucks, but they might've been staffed at, you know, January, 2020 levels. And I think that's a growing pain that they're growing through is, okay, now how do I get three more people on the phones to handle three times more traffic, three times more drop-offs? How do I attract someone that may go into another industry, but is passionate about diesels? You know, I, I think back to you know, when I just got out of college and I was looking for jobs and I would look at websites and some of them I wouldn't even contact. Cause I'm like, man, this website is looking like it's out of the late nineties, mid nineties. I haven't updated anything. This other one is very yeah. streamlined. It tells me what I'm going to do. It tells me, more about the company. And so I, I think as an industry, that's going to be something incredibly important is yes, grow it. Yes, market it. But then also attract the right kind of people, give them an opportunity and a, and a chance to see what they can do. And that's how they both feed off each other, I guess. Totally. Yeah, man. And, and, you know, just little things like practical things when you, when you start t- as a business owner, when you start taking work off of your plate and finding, yeah. you know, the right people to handle it, um, like, you know, for example, working with Dieselmatic, taking all of your marketing and your website off your plate where you have, uh, you know, somebody who is trained and certified in the industry understands you don't have to spend a bunch of time teaching them. Now you have less stress on your mind. You aren't going to, you know, hopefully not flip your lid uh, <laughs> at, a, at a tech who, who makes a mistake or something. And, you know, your, your stress level is just a little bit lower. It's a better workplace. Uh, you know, you just have uh, a little bit more fun and you know, that's the goal. Nobody wants to run a business and hate it every day. Yeah. You get burned out and, and uh, yeah, it gets hard to, to stay on, on top of your game. And, and I think you know, that kind of actually feeds into a couple episodes we've done recently with some shop owners and they've talked about how important it is to invest in themselves. And it's, you know, when somebody, pours their entire life and their savings and everything into a business. It's so hard to let go a little bit and say, I'm going to trust this person to work on this truck, diag this truck, answer the sales call and do my books, handle my marketing. But you have to do that to be able to step back and make your business stronger. And that's, I know that's, that's a really hard thing to understand when you do invest so much into taking an idea to a storefront, to buying lifts, to getting trucks there but it's part of that entrepreneurial business owner growth that's so important. And the part that really sticks out to me 
is I bet that if somebody put out a, you know, a career ad, an employment ad to try to find what you do, I don't, nobody would have the qualifications to do it because there is no, I don't know how you find that person that knows how to do all those things that has worked with so many different companies, so many different business plans, so many different yeah. geographic areas. You're not going to find that. But well, what specifically you tied into like, you know, multiple staff, right? Like yeah. we have, it's not just me. We have other staff who, you know, are do it. It's one, you're hiring kind of one person, but it's multiple yeah. people doing, you know, a bunch of different jobs. Exactly. And I think it makes their businesses faster, which faster is what's, what's really key with, with growing is how quickly you can react and adapt and, and change it. So many things are changing with products and customers and, and everything like that. And it's one of the, I always enjoy these episodes because I get a different glimpse of things when I chat with you versus, you know, what, where I'm kind of immersed in is, you know, what, what is going on out there with trends? What are people doing? How can they strengthen their business? Cause I need, I need those, the, the listeners we have, I need them to be able to get their trucks fixed. So they're still passionate about it and they're not frustrated and don't sell it and get an electric vehicle or something else. And the shop owners, you know, they, they need help. They don't know where to turn. Not everyone's given answers and they, they tune in and listen and they're like, Hey, this is what I need to do. Yeah. Well, and it would be good. Um, you know, I think we'll probably do another, another one of these. Um, if, uh, you know, if guys have, have specific questions too, um, you know, reach out and, uh, ask them whether I know you guys, you know, take DMS on your Insta stories and yeah, stuff. They, they keep us busy emails, <laughs> but it would be cool too. We should, uh, we should look at like, I don't know, maybe having a shop owner call in or something like that and ask some questions. It can look at, we'll do like a free audit on, you know, what they have going and, uh, you know, I'll give them some advice on how to, how to change and how to be a little bit more, that would be yeah. a really cool podcast if we do that. We get someone on that is just exploring yeah. this, and then you know we both just ask you questions and and uh, you see how it fits. I think a lot of people find that really helpful. Yeah, let's do it. Whoever's out there listening, <laughs> send 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 us a message. Yeah, yeah. How do people for for someone that's listening and they may not follow you guys? How how do they follow you on social media and contact you so they can? They can send in and say, hey, put me on the podcast and do do my audit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you can follow us on Instagram. Uh, it's diesel.matic, M-A-T-I-C. Um, and it's it's actually a really good resource. We provide a lot of free content onto there of like step-by-step guides of how to do things yourself if you're at that stage where you're, you know, smaller and growing. Um, but then, yeah, you can go to our website too, dieselmatic.com and uh, shoot us an email. You can send me an email directly, nick at dieselmatic.com. And then we can look at uh, getting you on the podcast to look at what you have. Um, you can book appointments through our website too, if you want to talk directly. But yeah, it'd be really cool to have somebody on here. I think we can even now with Zoom, we could have like a, a three-way and... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we get, get the video and get the questions and, you know, you guys have... I see on your stories, you have awesome reports and I, I look at them. I don't have a diesel shop and I find them interesting just looking to see you know, where the traffic coming from. And it's, it, it helps anyone with a business just to see that. So these conversations are always, always fun. We got our next episode, you know, kind of planned. I look forward to seeing some DMS or hearing from you. The shop said, Hey, I want my audit. Let's get, get you know, get me on the podcast. So yeah. I appreciate your time today chatting with us and, uh, and going over some things that are really important for businesses out there. 
Yeah, no, man, I, I appreciate it too. It's uh, it's nice to talk and hopefully provide some insights, uh, you know, some practical things that uh, people can follow and do themselves. Uh, and then, yeah, grow their business a little bit more, be a little bit more comfortable, spend some more time with the family and fish and work on your project truck. Don't forget, Diesel fans, head on over to YouTube, search a Diesel podcast, and click the subscribe button, turn on your notifications. And if you have a suggestion for a show or there were questions you have on a podcast that I didn't ask you'd like to know more about, you can message us on Instagram, search the Diesel podcast again, send us a DM. We're always checking those, and we're more than happy to chat with you, check out the projects you're working on, get your questions answered. Until next time, keep the shiny side up.